Welcome everyone to Disrupted, the podcast by the one and only Matteo Franco. Awesome. I'm super excited for today's uh, episode here in Lexington, Kentucky. We're right in the middle of the ice vortex right now, so everything outside is uh, is a frozen tundra. Um, so be careful if you're out there. But I had a really, really good thought of uh, what I wanted to create today. Uh, and specifically, how I wanted to present it to you all. One of the things that's been on my mind a lot recently is, is who am I and then who do I want to be? So I'm going to share an experience with you all. I'm not going to get into too many details of that experience. A lot of that is just private matter. I like to keep it private, probably stay private for a long, long time. Uh, but just want to share with you kind of uh, a weekend experience that I got to have recently, which was uh, pretty life-changing for me. Um, but got to got invited to this this room, this group of people, and it was really, really cool. All of these people are crushing it in their business world. They're, they're, um, you know, we're all progressing as humans, and we want a close-knit group of w- people where we can, you know, just share life experiences, but also be vulnerable and know that we have this support system. Um, so whatever comes, whatever comes in life, you know, we have that support system of people that really, 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 really care about you, genuinely care about you. I'm saying the type of people that, you know, if something happened to your family, yourself, that that group can step in and, you know, make sure your family's taken care of um, and just be that support system on that side. Also for you, there's going to be lots of things that happen in our lives. You know, we all have lives where we've experienced loss. But what's really cool about this group is very, very successful people in there, but we're all human beings at the end of the day. We all have different struggles. We've had different adversities. Um, you know, I, I posted a great quote here on, on Facebook. I think I did on Instagram too. It said, I've never met a strong person with an easy past, right? We all have these obstacles that we're going to overcome in life or, you know, be faced against. And it can be very lonely, right? You know, Ronnie Doss said this is a very good quote. He said, you know, being at the top can be can be lonely, but you're there it, it's lonely by choice, right? You choose not to reach out to people, you choose not to include specific people. Um, you know, and that's something that we all need to work on. So it really comes down to this question and, and it's and it's another quote as well, but this is a question that I have and that's why I'm asking the question, who are you? Really? Absolute vulnerability is true, true courage. So I started thinking about that, you know, after this experience with all these wonderful human beings, and I'm excited to continue to grow that experience and um, be a part of that. But I really started to think, who can I really be myself around? Like truly myself. I can tell them my deepest, darkest secrets. You know, they can know all my struggles. I can just be exactly who I was created to be around them. Um, and you know, I didn't have a lot of people that came to top of mind. And, you know, I think when I looked at that for a second, a lot of that, like I, I had, I asked this question to someone else too, and they said their parents. And I said, yeah, I don't believe that's true though. Um, it could be for you. It could be. I'm not saying that it's not, but are you, tell, do you, do they know every single thing about you? And if the answer is no, then that's not the correct answer, right? So it really started to make me think about, well, okay, who, who am I really? Like, and is it the reason that I don't, can't feel that I, can be myself around other people is that because of who they are or is it because who I currently am is not who I want to be and I don't know how if, if they'll like that person if I decide to be the person that I want to be and truly am all right are you all following me here it's kind of a deep thought huh <laughs> but you know it's kind of been this thought that's just been in my head of who who am I really 
And then why don't I want to be myself? And I start looking at these things. I've watched different you know, things. This has been a really crazy year as far as eye-opening for lots of different things that we all may not have been aware of, right? There's lots of misinformation out there on both sides, whatever side. You know, that's really what it's about. It's about, it's about creating sides. It's not about creating um, a, people that are united moving in the same direction is really what the whole thing's about. And people are getting distracted because they're getting emotionally triggered with, you know, all these things that they're seeing, whether it be the mainstream media or it be social media. You know, there's just lots of different things that are, are going on in, in those arenas. And it's crazy. If you guys haven't, haven't watched it yet, look up The Social Dilemma on Netflix. And I'm not saying, and just watch it objectively. At least have the information. That's what I tell people. I'm not telling people, you know, to do specific things, you know, to go from one extreme to the other. It, it's not about that. It's about being aware and then knowing who you are and being comfortable with who you are around the world, right, or other people. But I think, think there's some things that we got so conditioned, right? I, I'm going back to the days when we were on MSN Messenger. I remember the little whole dial-up, the <laughs> like, just to get on the internet, right? Just sit there and wait for a while. You could probably go have dinner and then come back and then you're on the internet. But you know, I'm like thinking back and now we created, and in, in that social dilemma, they talk about the like button. Um, but anyways, We've been conditioned, right, that we have to be liked by other people, otherwise it's not valuable, right? When I do my posts, when I do my comments, when I do these podcasts, right? I was looking at it today. I think there's nine or 13 people that, that listen. It's always giving you a metric back, and I, I can understand that from the business side, um, but I don't do it for the metrics. I do it because I want to help, and it helps me to record and hear my thoughts out loud too, and it helps me be better at speaking and engaging people, you know? Um, and that's why I do it, right? But we've been so conditioned that we have to get likes or we have to care what other people think. And it really starts to mess with your head when you've been conditioned that. So, right, when you start getting away from this technology, for me, for example, I've gotten rid of all the notifications I get from Facebook, right? Because it interrupts me in the current moment. And then I start to think, you know, well, it's almost like detoxing because now when I pick up my phone, I'm like, well, what do I look at? <laughs> you know, what do you look at? There's nothing really to look at, right? If you take off the social platforms off your phone or at least the notifications at, at minimum, what are you going to look at? Right? You have to be in the present moment. You have to find things to do to fill your time. And I'm like, oh my gosh, we have so much time that we just waste, right? I could use that doing different things, making a podcast, reading books, um, reaching out to people, hopping on calls with people, learning from them, engaging with the people in my community, you know, telling my family the stuff that they really need to hear that I need them to hear from me, right? Things that we avoid saying because we're like, oh, we'll do it tomorrow. Yep, they'll be here tomorrow. They'll be here a year from now, you know. And you just never know. And so it comes back again to who are you? Who are you really? Right, if you take away all that stuff, who are you? And for me, it's it's something that I'm still, I'm pretty sure I'm gonna be figuring that out my whole life. But it's very hard to get a foundation right now for for who I am. Right? I know who I want to be. So let's go back to who I am. Right, There's a few things that I know I'm very good at. I'm very persistent. I'm very persistent at getting what I want, <laughs> which is a great attribute for a lot of things. Um, you know, But over the years, I can tell you something that I've also done. I've built up defense walls. Right, I don't let people get too close because then that's a moment of vulnerability. That's a moment uh, uh, for me to hurt. And that's also a moment for me to find out that those people weren't designed to be in my life. Right. And, and I think there's a fine line between that, but living that way is not sustainable. 
Um, so working on some things to tear down some of those defense walls with people that I can really, really trust. Um, and if it happens where, you know, something doesn't work out and it, and it hurts, yep, great. You know what? I'll get past that. Um, I'm willing to, to commit to that versus living a life in isolation, basically, is what it feels like when you just have nothing but the fences up. Um, so those are a few things I've noticed. Um, sometimes I don't say the things that I really want to say. Right? You really want to tell some, uh, someone how you really feel or think about something, right? but you disagree or maybe they're not ready to hear that, whatever it is. right? Typically, it's a disagreement and we're so quick to conform with them just because we don't want conflict. Um, and I think sometimes just saying, hey, you know, cool, cool, you can believe that way. This is exactly how I feel and nothing really changes that. Um, but you know, I'm glad we can have this conversation, still remain friends, family, whatever it is, even with these you know, disagreements. Um, but you know, I think I don't think there's really both could be wrong. We both could be right. One of us could be right. The other could be wrong. We don't know, right? It depends on what information we're basing it off of, and we're basing it off of the information that we see daily, right, through media or our phone or the internet. We all have a good chance of being wrong. <laughs> we all also have a good chance of being right. We don't know because we've never seen it or experienced it for yourself. And that's like one of my favorite quotes from Bruce Lee: "Is research your own experience, right?" And so. I think a lot of that's coming for me as well. And then what do I really want? What does it mean if I fast forward to the end of my life? What does it really mean to to be the person I want or to do the things? Is it going to be, right? And that's really what it is, right? If you accumulate all the things, you got to travel all these places and you did it alone, if there's no one on the planet to share that with, would it be worth it for you? For me, the answer is no, right? So it's about relationships. I know that's still the number one thing, right? I have to build quality relationships. Um, and then outside of that, I think it, it goes into tier number two for me, which is the experiences you create with those relationships and, and being in those moments, right? Which is what that phone and stuff distracts you from, right? When you get a notification that comes by and you look at that, right? It's interrupting you from that current engagement that you're having, right? It's meant to distract you from the important stuff. That's why we're where we are. If you look around in the country and the world, it's because of these distractions, right? Right? We've never actually talked about the important stuff. We're so distracted with whatever is going on or may not be going on that we forget about the present moment and to care about the humans around us each and every day. Let that sink in for a second. Right. So I think for me, that's where I'm at currently. Um, I know I have certain belief systems. Some of them I don't know are true or, or not. You know, I'm working on bettering those each and every day. There are certain truths that I know to be true through my experiences and through what I've seen repeatedly over and over to be true. Um, that gives me a, a solid foundation for those. Um, but one of the things I'm really working on, and I'll just be transparent with you all, is I realize I'm very, very judgmental. I think being very competitive, it um, has allowed me to be very judgmental. Someone has to lose, right? When you're competing in a sport, someone has to lose. And you know, but life's not that way. Why, why can't, you know, Ronnie said this again too, why can't everyone win? Why does someone have to lose? Why, why do we have to create a villain for ourselves in order for us to do good? Like why, why does there have to be a villain? Is Like there doesn't have to be. And so I've learned that I'm very judgmental of people without understanding who they are, why they are the way they are. And you know, coming from a place of understanding and really helping them versus, uh, I don't know if I just, you know, gel with that person, you know, they're very different. Not that, you know, I think there's a lot of excuses that we start to make with judgment. And then we, if you pause for a second, how hard do you judge people? You probably wouldn't want to be judged that way either by anyone else. And yet you're very critical of them, right? 
And so I think that's something that I'm, I'm really, really working on now. And part of that that goes with that, and I wrote this down, is to be a better listener. A lot of times I feel like I can jump ahead to the answer, right? It's like in math when you learn the shortcut, you just cut right past all the, all the you know, long-form division, all that stuff, right? Um, you can skip right past it. And I feel like a lot of our conversations are that way. We assume or we predict what people are going to say. And sometimes we may be right. But you know what I've learned is sometimes the best thing for the person sitting across from you is for them to hear themselves say something. A lot of times we keep that bottled up through our day-to-day, right? So when our team does something, let me just share this. This is really, really important. I'm glad I brought this up. When our team is working on something that's new, we have a policy in place. You have to read whatever you wrote down out loud one time before you hand it to someone else. Word for word, you read that out loud before you hand it to someone else. Because a lot of times if you read it out loud, you're gonna find the errors or flaws in what you're saying, or you're gonna find a better way to say it, or a quicker way, which is a better way to say it, right? Then the second person is also going to read it out loud to you, right? And then at that point, now you bring it to me if you still have questions on it, or you just want a final check off, right? And I think a lot of times when we're we're healing or we have you know emotional, physical, psychological, all these different issues or things that we're trying to work past, a lot of times we don't verbalize it out loud. And you know, Ronnie talks a lot about too the dialogue that you have with yourself. You need to talk to yourself. How are the conversations with yourself? It is weird in the beginning. I'll be a hundred percent honest. Talking out loud to yourself is a little weird in the beginning. Right now in my apartment, there's lots of conversations that I'm just talking to myself on. But when I hear I can formulate things better, right? I'm getting rid, if you guys hear me on this podcast, of the words us and ums, so it's very deliberate or I'm not saying it at all. That's the, those are the things that can help a lot of people. But I learned sometimes me saying it versus them actually coming to that conclusion by them just talking it out, they solve their own problems, right? And it's more impactful because now they know it's the answer. You're confirming it. Yep, that's exactly what I thought. It looks like you came to that conclusion on your own too. But let me know what I can do to support you or help you. You know, fully get there. Um, but I think I, you're you're an intelligent human being. You're very smart. You're a beautiful human being. I know you can accomplish that, and, and I'm very very proud of you for taking that first step. But let me know what I can do to help along the way. And you know, it, it's it's amazing. It's amazing. And where where is that? I'm gonna pull this up real quick. This this uh, this was from John Maxwell. So this was really, really good. We have a tendency to devalue the moment. Make sure I said that correctly, that's why. Yep, we have a tendency to devalue the moment. We're so concerned with what's gonna happen next. Oh my gosh, gotta go pick up the kids, gotta go get groceries. Oh my goodness, I forgot to take the laundry out of the dryer, gotta fluff it for 10 minutes, and then I'm gonna fold it now so it's not as wrinkly. And then you have to do this and this. Now you gotta prep this for tomorrow. And you sit down at the end of the day and now you're talking about what went wrong with your day. Now you're going back to the past and when the heck are we ever in the present? You know? (laughs) And you look at it and it's like, it seems funny, but it's like, holy crap, that's what we do every single day. How often are we just present with the people around us, with ourselves and with what we wanna accomplish? So, you know, I learned this from my online, my virtual yoga instructor who absolutely wrecks me. I'm like, gosh darn it, this lady in blue tights is destroying me right now. And I feel like I'm not moving that much. I'm just in one contraction and it really, really hurts. (laughs) Um, But you know, she she said this and it was really good. So some of the times, you know, I'll do that stuff. But again, it comes back to being present. You just hear this stuff. 
So it said, a mind in the past is a depressed mind. A mind in the future is an anxious mind. A mind in the present is a calm mind. And I think that's very, very true. And there's lots of validity to that. And I just want to encourage you all, as I wrap up here today, to really find out who you are. You know, that's why I meditate. People are like, well, how do you, how'd you learn to meditate? I'm like, it's a work in progress every day. Trust me. People think it's like, oh yeah, you're an expert because you talk about meditation. No, no, I am not. My mind still wonders. It's like, oh, is that a squirrel running across the railing out there? No, okay, yep, bring the mind back. Calm, balance, ease, stillness, and peace. Deep breath, right? And then I'm like, oh man, my shoulders are a little tight this morning. And then I start to think, oh my gosh, my workout's coming up. And you know, my mind wanders too. It's not, but I'm training it. That's the difference is I'm aware that that's an issue and I'm training it. I'm not gonna judge myself. I'm not gonna beat myself up like, wow, this is so hard for you, right? I did this boxing workout and they're trying to do combinations. I'm like, I don't even box. How do, am I throwing a punch correctly here? And then they're like, combination it. And I'm like, nope, nope, I was very, very frustrated. My experience did not meet my expectations, right? And, and it was interesting. But you know, we have these points where our mind just wanders to different stuff and you have to train, right? Like that boxing workout for me, I'm not trained in that yet. So why am I starting at this spot where it's extremely challenging to get that rhythm? Why don't I start with learning how to throw a punch correctly? Let me build up a little bit of rhythm, make sure I'm doing it correctly and build my way into the, the more fast paced rhythm. Same thing for working out. Right now I'm doing a lot of body weight. I like lifting weights, um, specifically doing lots of you know, barbell stuff as well as dumbbell. And one of the things I'm doing now is a lot of body weight. The reason for that is I want to get my range of motion, right? I want to get the basics, the fundamentals down. If I, I can still get cut, I can still get the physique that I want. Great. So it's not hindering that. Now I'm going to do this and get a better range of motion. And now as I work over that over the next six, six weeks, now I can start adding weight into it. And now I'm going to jump even faster. And then the tone and the muscle mass is going to come with that even more. It's going to be a really awesome spot to be at. But the same thing goes with our mind, right? The reason I meditate, the reason I do yoga is for flexibility, range of motion. But you're also getting the stillness part, right? Your breath that massages your body. It really does if you really pause and do it enough, right? right? I've done it for almost uh, a month, going on two months now. And, you know, doing the meditation, right? I do um, some guided meditations with Jay Shetty. He has 20 days of meditation, so I can really start to get better at that and then I can start to cater it to, to my specific needs or what allows me to get in a better space and but doing that it's brought me back to that question is who am I when people hear me meditate or they see a pillow with a mat on the ground they think well what sort of religion is this guy from and instantly in my head I'm like how are we how did we become so judgmental right myself included I'm like how does that how do we judge people that way no, I meditate. You sit on the ground and sit still Indian style and see how that feels on your sacrum and your pelvis. <laughs> and then you'll understand why I have a pillow and a mat there, right? Um, and so, you know, I just think it's bringing me back to, wow, maybe some of the things that I judge, like, I, you know, I used to judge people, oh yeah, why would you meditate? Those people just don't want to work hard, right? And then same thing with like yoga. It's like, oh yeah, yoga is cool. But, you know, mainly because of yoga pants or whatever your reason is, right? <laughs> yeah. um, but, you know, it's and then I think back, well, you know, maybe I was wrong about a lot of things. And I was very judgmental of these people and then I couldn't be present with those people and better understand them. And maybe now I have torn apart some specific relationships. 
And so that's really why I'm going on this self-discovery journey of who am I really, who do I want to be? And then being that person, that's gonna be an awesome spot for me because I'm gonna see the people that are that were just with me and I'm gonna see the people that are really for me. And that's gonna be an awesome spot to have at age 28 going on 29 is to know that from an early age and then do life with those people that are for me and you know just create a lot more and be in a better space very early versus dragging on in a space where I'm not happy, I'm not who I'm designed to be and um, you know just not being able to to take advantage of this life that I've been given. So I want to share that with you all today. Hope you all have an amazing rest of your Wednesday. If you're out in Lexington, drive safely or in Kentucky actually in general. There's lots of ice out there. I know we're supposed to get more tonight. Um, but hopefully the it looks like there's a lot of salt moving around too so hopefully uh, we're prepared for that but appreciate you all reach out if you need anything and um, just get out there and start looking at some specific things of, of who you really are and then start making a list of who you really want to be really want to be what would really make you happy and I think that's very very important and a very good um, task that you can accomplish or just trait that if you could be who, exactly who you are from an early age, I think your life would be much more abundant, and and I hope it is. So have an amazing rest of your guys' Wednesday. Appreciate you all and love you all, and stay in touch. And God bless.